the Reset Rebel podcast with me, Joe Yule. And for today's episode, we are diving deep, uh, and you'll probably see the irony of that extremely shortly, um, into an awe-inspiring experience and meeting the female trio behind Aguascopio, a one-of-a-kind project combining artistic swimming, photography, and costume design. Now, it's an evolving, multi-dimensional art project and combines nature, costume performances, and synchronized swimming into a mesmerizing experience. We're going to be delving into the story of the concept with its founding artists, Liz Kinnicky, Annabelle Widman, and photographer Tasia Manica, who came together through a shared love for art, water, and nature. And we're going to be discovering the inspiration, the messages, and aspirations behind their unique collaboration. Ladies, welcome to today's podcast. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Thanks so much. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah, it's such a pleasure and joy to be here today. So, I mean, as usual, this has been a, a, lo- a long time in the making to get you, uh, <laughs> all three of you, gathered here today. Um, but it's, you know, it feels really special to have, uh, obviously, you know, such nature-loving people in such a, a concrete jungle. How does it feel? Yeah, I, I, I know, Joe, that you wanted to have this podcast actually at the beach, which which would have made sense. But it's so windy today as it has been all winter, actually, which um, has actually stopped us from doing quite a lot of photo shoots, I have to say. <laughs> it's definitely a bit windy, windy out there, quite biblical at times, actually. And, um, you know, it is the winter after all, not that we've experienced that much of it thus far. Um, so, you know, let's talk about the kind of artistry. How did you three ladies kind of come up with this concept of sort of getting together in, in quite a unique format, really, in terms of the, the different elements that you kind of fuse and bring together as a, as a trio? Do you girls want to start with how you found out that you synchronize swim together. Yeah, sure. Um, hmm. It all started uh, in the pandemic when we found ourselves in a swimming pool, uh, Liz and I. And um, this is when we found out that we both did synchronize swimming many years ago. Um, Liz, in fact, did competition with synchronized swimming. And I, well, just practiced it because I had a dodgy knee. And this is how we started to... Yeah, get back into it as as adults <laughs> and loving it, and um, and then Liz took it to the next level. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was um, one of those summers of the pandemic, as she said, um, and I had a lot of extra time on my hands, which in some ways is really great for art. <laughs> um, so I was actually in Switzerland for the summer, and I was, I had been, yeah, my my love for synchronized swimming was kind of reignited after meeting Annabelle in the pool and so I was doing some I was practicing it in in a lake in Switzerland but I was swimming to the middle of the lake because I was so embarrassed for anyone to see me (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then I was talking with Annabelle on the phone and she was like you know let people see you it is okay like put yourself out there so I started swimming on the side of the lake (laughs) where in view of people and then I even started filming myself and doing some little video experiments where I was trying to connect with the nature um, but using these synchronized swimming tools and that's when Tasia came in yeah that's right so 
those are the videos that inspired me because I was like, wow, it's so beautiful how she's floating, floating down that river, immersed in the nature. And um, for a while, I had this drone in my closet for almost two years that I was doing nothing with. Um, because I didn't want to just take the same videos and photos that everybody else is taking, because anybody can do that with a drone, really. I wanted to do something a little bit more creative, and she was the impetus to me getting my drone out and um, filming her for the first time. And then uh, Liz was like, wait a second, I have a friend <laughs> that also does synchronized swimming. Maybe we can do something together. And that is how Aquascopia was born. Liz, why were you embarrassed about anybody seeing you doing this beautiful, beautiful you know, artistic act in the middle of a lake in Switzerland? I'm sure if anybody was strolling past, they'd be like, wow, that's so gorgeous. And what a, a beautiful spectacle to witness. I mean, it's a good question. Um, I guess just a bit of shyness and also that um, I hadn't really done much of it for about 30 years, right? I am actually 47 years old <laughs> and um, it had been a while. So also, I don't know, Switzerland is um, a place where um, for all of its wonderful um, aspects, also people are not doing a lot of strange things out in public very often. <laughs> um, so I guess I, yeah, I was just a little embarrassed to be doing something odd. Is that why you moved to Ibiza? Well, yes, I've been living in Ibiza actually um, for about uh, 15 years. And um, I guess in Ibiza, I feel much more at home um, to do whatever crazy things I want. M much more uh, high ratio of weirdos, basically, um, in the in the surrounding areas, let's be honest. I mean, you know, let's talk about this kind of initial meeting of you guys in this pool, because like, how did you notice that she, I mean, how did you get chatting about synchronized? Was she actually doing that at the time? Did you just think she's got the moves? I want to see if she's actually going to like, you know, get involved? Uh, I have the feeling that one of us might have just at some point put like one foot up. <laughs> You know, like we were probably just chatting and we were like, oh, look, one foot up. And then it was like, oh, you, that foot looks like a synchro foot or, you know, something like this. And then it just sort of naturally fell into, yeah. Was it the pointed toes that gave it away? I think so. It may have been. It may have been. Also, I think we have to give a little uh, credit to to Bex, um, Bex and Jakob. Um, it was their pool, which they had made with their own hands during the pandemic. Um, so we were in, in their pool. Shout out to the fermentistas. We love them. <laughs> exactly. Um, so how did this even, you know, obviously the routines and the, and the kind of like the choreography I suppose of, of what you're actually going to create together I mean how does that come together between the three of you because I guess obviously from a visual aspect I mean what's the point in even doing that <laughs> unless someone's going to capture it and um, there'll be evidence of it in the aftermath but I think like how do you you know what's the process of, of deciding like how the how the choreography will play out well it's quite wonderful because um, many times we have been um, properly rehearsing. Liz and I came together first in the pool just to like work out a routine and then we would go into the sea and have everything ready. Um, and then we have a different approach where we make it up on the spot and it all just falls into place and it's like, okay, I brought this fabric and this and that and then we just kind of, where's the waves? I don't know, it just all kind of and it's been such a, a, a wonderful experience with the three of us because 
it's happened so naturally with so much flow. It's like, oh, that idea. Yep, cool. All right, cool. Got this. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it just, yeah, wow. It's magical every single time. Sometimes we don't even know what we're going to do and we make things up on the spot and it works. And you know, sometimes it also doesn't work once in a while or the window's too strong or there's jellyfish or, you know, things do get in the way. But most of the time, Every time we meet, we create something super beautiful. Also, um, I think it's interesting. So normally synchronized swimming is viewed from the side, right? Like normally people are doing it in a pool and people are watching from the side of the pool. Um, so we're, we're using techniques that we learned, but um, we're also doing shapes that are to be seen from the bird's eye view, from the drone. So we, we're always thinking about, um, yeah, this, this different perspective. That's a lot to think about, actually. <laughs> if you think, yeah, how is that going to look on camera as opposed to, as you say, doing like a performance piece in a swimming pool is a very different kettle of fish to currents, jellyfish. I mean, oh, my God, because I mean, the outfits that you're wearing, I mean, we'll get into the costumes in a minute, but presumably you're not like lubed up like, uh, you know, <laughs> Diana, who swam from like Cuba to Florida or something. You've got, you know, just these pretty outfits on with not much protection um, for your beautiful skin. Yeah, there have been a few stings. There have been a few Medusa stings for sure. Um, and then you still kept on going. I remember once you got stung on your hand and you're like, it's fine, it's fine. Just keep on yeah. going. We're becoming immune to the Medusas. <laughs> yeah. But as far as like the, yeah, the perspective um, of the costumes and the synchronized swimming, it's interesting as far as the costume side or because um, it's made me think of putting a different color on the soles of the feet. So it's, uh, yeah, the whole change of perspective changes a lot of the, the visual, like how we do the synchronized swimming, where we put different colors on costume, how is it film. seen yeah. from above? Because we have decided to only film from exactly. above. Exactly, we're now changing perspective. We decided on this from the very beginning that it's only this bird's eye view looking down. And uh, I, I like sticking to that principle because I think it gives it a continu continuity. Continuity is the word. Yes. Yeah. Also, what I find fascinating is this, um, from this bird's eye view approach, is to really see a different perspective that we as humans don't get to see, really. Especially this of when we're filming with the drone quite close to the swimmer. And then it starts going up, 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 and the swimmer disappears. And then this amazing, like, complexity of nature just appears. And then we have this famous quote. You're not just a drop in the ocean. You're a whole ocean in a drop. Thank you, Rumi, for that, because that's what we live by with this project. Yeah, exactly. It's like, um, so in the videos, it, it's... Sometimes it seems like it's, it starts to be about swimmers and about us and about sometimes we look kind of human. Sometimes we look otherworldly, depending on the costume we're wearing. Um, but then actually, you know, the drone flies up and then it's not about us anymore. We, we maybe look like little microorganisms um, in, a, in a very large Petri dish or it's really just about the beauty of Ibiza as well. Um, also, with this bird's eye view, you with the transparency of these waters, which is due to the Posidonia, <laughs> you actually see the Posidonia um, with these drone shots, which I think is incredible. And we like to really um, 
put emphasis on that as well. Onto the protection of the Posadonia as well. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, bringing a lot of awareness to, to the beauty of the island, the fragility of the island. And not just the island, the world itself, just nature and the coastline. Yeah, exactly that, exactly that. So we hope people feel that when they watch our videos and uh, see our photos. I think that was like the number one thing that obviously drew me into those videos. I mean, I, I also have another podcast called Amala Tierra, which is obviously the entire subject matter relates to the ways that we can protect and preserve the island and, and raise awareness for all the, all the wonderful work that actually is being done rather than perhaps talking about all the issues that we face. Um, as we all know, in the water there, there are quite a few. But I think, you know, definitely the way that you showcase the nature and the beauty of Ibiza and um, all, all the elements, really, I suppose, um, through that artistry is really quite magical and, um, you know, really encapsulates all of those themes beautifully. I mean, the cinematography is epic, by the way. Um, all the photos I've seen are just like, yeah, astoundingly beautiful. So um, I think it's really working brilliantly. Presumably you have some kind of like exhibition perhaps that you might be doing uh, with some of this work because I've seen you featured in magazines and, um, you know, quite a lot in terms of like social media presence, which obviously works really, really well. But I just wonder like where else can people kind of see your work at the moment? Well, actually, this week we are part of the Biza Cinefest, which is super exciting. Uh, we submitted a couple of our short films into uh, the festival and, and both got accepted. And tonight is Wednesday. the night. Tonight is the night. Uh, you can come and see our short film, Odysseus, which was a collaboration with uh, Theatre of the Ancients, which is also um, an amazing artist uh, in Ibiza. Uh, and that is being shown in Teatro España in Santa Olaria at 7 p.m. tonight. Very exciting. In my hometown, as Adele would say. So that's uh, definitely something I shall be attending. How did this collaboration with um, Joanna Ruby of Theatre of the Ancients come about? Because I know that she's a puppet maker and many other things besides a poet, you know, a poet and a, um, a spoken word artist uh, and amongst many other things. But I, I just don't know if I can really imagine her jumping in the water. Maybe I'm wrong. How did this come about? <laughs> That's a really good question. Um, well, actually, Joanna and I have collaborated on several projects, um, both an art trail, um, which I curated with Bex Ronick, um, and actually Annabelle and Tasia were both part of that project, which is which is ah that project, which was um, an art trail in the forest um, with live performances and installations. Um, Joanna was a forest guide for us in that. Um, and then since then, I've I've participated in, in various of her productions, her theater productions. Um, and Joanna and I also share um, an art studio together as well. Um, so we know each other quite well. And you're right, bringing cardboard into the water was an, is an interesting uh, proposition, right? But um, actually for this video, um, her work is in a boat. So it was quite safe from the waves. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it was Annabelle's boat. She's like, I have this amazing boat. We need to put it in the water. What are we going to do with this? And then we were thinking, 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 and then we stopped by Joanna's studio, and we looked at some of her um, beautiful work, and then we are like, huh, how about we put Odysseus into the boat? And then he gets attacked 
by the sirens. And uh, Annabelle has these amazing siren costumes. So it just all kind of came together when we were together uh, brainstorming. And this is how this movie came about. And it's Odysseus. It's a, a little play on words. Um, and also beautiful spoken word by Alex Gray. And uh, Annabelle also made the, the soundtrack for that, which is super cool. Um, so yeah, we, it's, it's collaboration is fun. It's great. It's great uh, to open up the the space uh, for other artists. But us as a trio, I think we're quite strong, which is uh, also nice. So it's great to create work together, but also with others. So if we want to come and see that in Santa Laria tonight, uh, how do we get a ticket? We just go to the... It's free. It's free, like nothing in Ibiza ever is. Amazing. <laughs> Something that we can all attend. Fantastic. I have actually seen that uh, video. It was a snippet of it on Alex's Instagram. I think she posted it a long time ago. And obviously her voice is just so captivating and perfect for the for the role. How did that, you know, why did you decide to choose Alex? Is she a friend of yours? or? Um, yeah, so Alex and I... Uh, have been friends for a while as well and she um we said hmm let's do something together let's collaborate on something um and then we had already made um this we had already filmed um for this video and then we thought wow she would be perfect and she created a poem um for the for the video which she reads with that incredible voice of hers and that's what is going to be shown at the cinema tonight how long is this this mini film Almost three minutes, not quite. <laughs> Two something. <laughs> but it's, it's very impactful. What, what time am I going to be there for these three minutes? I don't want to be late and miss it. I mean, I'll probably yeah, don't be late. <laughs> don't be three minutes late. We can tell you that. <laughs> but everybody's late in Ibiza. It's just one of those like Ibiza time things, which I've really never gotten into. Personally. Show the other videos first and then. <laughs> what, what, what time is it, roughly? We've got to be there. Um, yeah, so it starts at seven, but a few videos will be shown, ours as well as the others in the category of Ibiza um, short films. So I'm yeah. not sure how long the whole evening will take. Got it. So it's not just your film. It's, there's a selection of other artists as well. Do you know anything about those? Uh, they're um, Balearic filmmakers. So tonight's performance, not tonight's performance, tonight's event is going to be all about Balearic filmmakers. So it's going to be a compilation of short movies made by uh, artists um, on the Balearic Islands, which is, I think it's very cool to showcase that. You know, it's not just people coming from big cities or Paris or whatever. It's uh, let's go local. So I'm curious to see what the local artists have to offer. Okay, I'm definitely, definitely coming to that. I mean, I don't know that many uh, Balearic filmmakers, but um, there definitely are quite a few on this island. Um, there's so many talented artistic people in Ibiza. I think it's just one of those places that seems to suck them in, in their droves, off the boat and off the plane, uh, seemingly, and all around the world. So, I mean, why, you know, what was it that drew you, um, Annabelle, to Ibiza as a place to kind of, you know, um, showcase and work with your artistry? Well, um, actually, it was before I was even born that my um, parents came here. So um, I was very much born into this bubble of black sheeps. Um, with very eccentric people around, my parents both being artists and um, growing up here with the madness of 36 years ago. Um, yeah, and seeing it evolve and um, exchange, uh, change. And How do you think it's evolved in those 36 years? Uh, a lot. 
um, um, black sheeps are evolving. <laughs> They're not as black as they used to be. Really? Um, <laughs> no, I think so. I mean, they're not as eccentric as my parents' generation back then, is what I'm seeing from my perspective. Um, but there are many unique people here, and it's still holding that... Um, that magic or it's still definitely a place for black sheep to come but the sheeps as a general overall society observation of my own i feel like they're less crazy and i have a thing of wanting to bring out the freak in i'm ready you <laughs> yeah. and you and you and everyone I'm ready. <laughs> yeah like let's bring it on and not conform and and it's like let's stay around so um this is part of my one of one of my missions <laughs> in life Amazing. What a, what a mission statement. I mean, I'm in. Um, what we what do you do apart from synchronized swimming? I have an you know, artistry in the water. Let's not just uh, tag it with one label. Yeah, so maybe um the costumes, they definitely are a format perhaps of liberating this inner freak of oneself. Um because my costumes are from a different dimension as in they are um you could call them aliens which i don't like to use that word but just to <laughs> bring a, a yeah fantasy world they're a fantasy world they're a different a different dimension that has come to life so when you put yourself into one of these costumes you do change you have a mask on they're fully covered your whole uh, your head your face your fingertips like so it's really an immersion into this different being um, and therefore there is a sense of liberation in um, perhaps in your in your essence. However, there's also a, a sense of um, restriction because in some of my costumes there is restriction of movement, literally. So, but that also taps into another subconscious kind of um, existence, you know, like a reality. You're, you're, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's interesting. So the costumes are a big part of me, and um, and they're a lot of fun. Was this inspired by sort of like Mr. Ben when you were a child? I guess not. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> there dear god that's embarrassing <laughs> who did you like to dress up as as you, as you were younger i i didn't I, I don't think i did play dress up very much i dressed my dog up in the skirt and, <laughs> and a pair of t-shirts were you making costumes like back then was that something that's always like been a theme in your life or is this just something that's kind of you know been the natural evolution of living in ibiza or the people you spend time with or the project itself yeah, it was a natural evolution. I think Ibiza definitely was like a, a really great um, pillar for exploration and um, diving into the nightclub scene, making costumes for them or more skirts or dresses or sort of what they asked me to do. And then it became a bit more explorative because of the nature of this island. And it, it's like a big um, experimental platform somehow. Um, so that has been a, a great support as far as my as evolution of costumes and 
getting the freak out of people. <laughs> but you do make costumes for for nightclub performances and and theatrical production, or yeah, I mean, I I've been doing a lot for nightclubs and Ibiza private parties and things like this, which um, for me has been a really great um, experience and. I've done a lot of festival works as well, actually, around the world, um, which was sort of the next step and um, diving even deeper into the immersion of what it is to interact with um, the audience and my costumes. Um, and now, more and more, I'm sort of a bit tired of the nightclub scene and of the f music festival scene. So I'm much more diving into what is um, galleries and theater and immersive experiences. And also this is why I enjoy so much Aguascopio because it really feels like an immersion in the videos, the water, the transparency, this um, feeling, uh, evoking feeling. And I feel like through an immersive sort of setting and experience where you as an individual really can embody uh, an environment through time and space, I feel like this is a way to really tap into what is a feeling. And feelings are important to evoke an experience and, and, and know what one is feeling, I think, even on a sort of therapeutic level. And um, again, stepping out of this box that is getting smaller and tighter within this society's <laughs> I can see by the look on your face how much that <laughs> excites you it's beautiful I think if there was one word I could choose to describe your uh, material I think for me it would be something like effervescent and there's just a really kind of fizzy bubbly you know nature infused naturalness I think that that is just very um pleasing I think you know from an aesthetic perspective obviously I haven't seen you doing this live is it something that you've performed live in swimming pools for audiences has that been something that you've had requests for I can imagine on an island like this one we have had requests um and although we have not done a live performance yet I believe we will be doing um at least one this year um but actually not in a pool well we might do a pool too but we're really focused on natural spaces so we would actually do um a performance in the sea viewed from a cliff top <laughs> again going into this immersion so really the audience is in nature and then see something extra I'm going to put some links into the episode show notes for, for people to take a look at your Instagram page. They can kind of get like a more of a gauge on everything we're talking about as well as some other bits and pieces. But in terms of like, you know, there's two films showing uh, at the Cinefest. You've got the one tonight, the Balearic short film night. And do you want to tell us a little bit more? Sure. We have uh, another film. It's 15 minutes long, this one, or actually almost 16. Um, and it's called Be Like Water. And it really is an immersion into the beauty of the sea and the waters and the performances. And it's just so heart opening. Yeah. And um, there's beautiful music made by our friend Michael. And uh, also a spoken word by a friend of ours, Ode. And her words are just so beautiful. They really 
the first thing she says is inhale, receive the breath, exhale, surrender. And that theme goes on through the rest of the movie where um, you're taken on a, on, a, on a very deep meditation and it's visual as well. Not, and, and by hearing her words, you just go deeper and deeper into, into uh, that space. Yeah, yeah. So that's another one of our um, great projects that we actually created for Alexei and Diego for their um, exhibit uh, a couple of years ago already. And um, we've been showing this uh, film in other places, including Fantasia Festival. Uh, Fantasia has another uh, edition of uh, its festival coming up in May and we will also be showing uh, a movie, something uh, new. <laughs> uh, I am working on that right now, editing all of the pieces together and I think we will have to go out and do some shooting before May so I can complete this, uh, this, this movie which will also be a bit longer, probably about 15 minutes. And... Um, yeah, well, we'll see if we have an exhibition there. We're not sure quite yet. But f the video for sure. And that date is May 19th, I think. May, 18th? I think it's the 18th. Mm. End of May. End of May. It's not end of May, that's middle of May. Well. Okay. <laughs> and the next uh, edition of the Fantasia Festival will be in May, and we will be part of that as well, showing a video, a new one. So please come and check out our new work, and that will be middle of May. And what's wonderful about this uh, festival that is that it also supports uh, the, the Balearic artists. Uh, so it will showcase a lot of uh, amazing, talented people. So looking forward to that. How much footage do you shoot for something like a 16-minute video? I mean, how difficult is that? You know, I have these reams and reams and reams of audio for a lot of projects that I work on. And I find it so difficult to, to chop it down. I'm just intrigued how much material you shoot for a project like that. So for Be Like Water, those are snippets of video that we shot throughout a year. So it's about a year worth of work. Um, because every time we go out, I only have a very limited amount of battery life on the drone. But surprisingly, we get a lot of footage in those, what, 20 minutes? Uh, but with the two batteries, I actually have 40 minutes of fly time. But I'm not always... Uh, recording so um, maybe we get about half an hour of footage every time we go out but add that up throughout the year and you have a lot of material to work th through so yeah I understand the editing process it's uh, it's a long one you have to just sit down hunker down and do it <laughs> get into a dark room and go for it and where can we see that one when's it showing and when at the Cinefest uh, at the Cinefest well it just was shown on Monday, um, but hopefully we will have another reprisal of that this week. We're waiting to hear. So, Liz, how can we be more like water? Obviously, this is something that's <laughs> dear to your heart to, to name um, a video like that. And you obviously spend a lot of time in the water. That must infuse into your life in some capacity in terms of, you know, perhaps moving from one mental state to another or the feeling that it gives you to spend all of that time in such focused work with a partner to be kind of you know witnessing them and trying to keep the the train on the track in terms of the timing of things um, I'm just intrigued you know it, it, obviously it looks amazing but how difficult it is it and and how does that bleed into other areas of your life if it does gosh um well I would I would like to say that um that I live all of my life like water but <laughs> um it's you know it, it's Doing art is, is always kind of a, 
a meditation in the sense that you are focusing and you're you you cannot think about other things while you're in that flow right um and when we're in the water it is even more so because <laughs> there's no way you're going to be thinking about your other life's problems when you are out there treading water or um you know trying to create something together so um I, I just find it a blessing to to have the excuse to go out with these girls, um, to get in the water, to get into that flow, and um, to be immersed um, in nature. Beautiful. I mean, what would you, you know, if there's one feeling that people could take away after watching that film, what, you know, what would it be? What's the kind of intention? Oh, <laughs> well... Yeah, for me, it's um, breath is what came to my, like, uh, exhale. This exhaling into relaxation and just, like, this immersion again, you know, this this love for nature, this re-falling in love, this unconditional love, this deepening of the commitment to take care of this beauty. Amazing. I think that's, yeah, again... Uh, there cannot be enough work out there like that that inspires people to want to preserve and protect the island uh, that we live on. And then we've all obviously used as inspiration for our own artistic projects and work and the thing that obviously brings us all so much joy. I mean, how do you, you know, how have you perhaps developed the, the connection between the three of you? Because obviously, you know, what you're doing in terms of capturing the visual side of, of what these ladies are performing is, you know, you have to, I would imagine be on the same page in terms of how that all comes together, not just in the edit, but you know, in in terms of the entirety of the the zoomed out kind of perspective of of what that you know is going to actually look like in the end. Yeah, we actually have a beautiful flow between the three of us, and if there's any issue that comes up, we are very easy to talk about it. Um, but most of the time, we flow very well. When we meet together, again, we get so immersed uh, in the girls in their routine and me capturing it. And also, I have to sometimes yell out direction to them when they're in the water. But sometimes they have a hard time hearing me But because <laughs> I'm on a cliff and they're down there. And I'm like, move to the left. <laughs> um, but uh, in the end, it, it, it works. And uh, it's also an experiment. You know, so we're experimenting. So it's not there's no pressure as of like okay we have to go and make this we we experiment we flow if it doesn't work we try something else and it works um a lot of play and a lot of trust yeah for as much as the uh, also wanted to say uh the beautiful videos that we make we also have some funny ones that are also so much fun to make uh really getting into character um and just being silly in the water i think that's also important um. That'll be next year's Ibiza Cine Fest, then the outtakes, the bloopers reel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I definitely have one of those. And you're obviously not from Ibiza, and, and you come from the States, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm, I'm probably wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, I grew up in the States. I grew up in Chicago. Um, I, I was born far, far away in eastern Siberia and immigrated to the States uh, with my family when I was six years old. And I grew up there. And 11 years ago, I landed just by chance on the island for a job as a photographer and had no idea what Ibiza was. I looked up I looked up some videos. I was like, oh, it looks like Miami. I'll give it a try. And came here and I never left. So yeah, it's definitely <laughs> better than Miami, let me tell you. 
Um, so you came here as a photographer. So that's that's your background. You, yes. you know, you've always been shooting video and 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 creating video. No, video. I started with this project. It was something that I wanted to get into. Um, and I, I told Liz the first day, I was like, I just want to try an experiment. I want to learn how to do video. So it's also been a learning experience for me, this whole project. I think I've gotten better and more precise. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the video was something new for me uh, um, that I started with this project. But normally I'm a photographer. I do portraits and events uh, around the island. And uh, yeah, I love it. I love uh, I love shooting. So this is your debut film festival. I mean, that's quite a big thing, really. Like, let's let's talk about that for a sec, because, I mean, what are the chances, <laughs> you know, having come out of nowhere as a non-videographer to step into this role as a as a director and a producer tomorrow night? So tonight, tonight, yeah, yeah. very exciting, that's super exciting. Be, actually, what are you going to wear? <laughs> I actually have it already hanging. <laughs> of course, you and do. Ironed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I do like. What is it? Talk us through it. Mm, it's a beautiful silk dress. It's green. It's like the color of the water when there's been a storm. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm loving the colors that you're all wearing, actually. Though. Well, you, you specifically are really encapsulating yeah. the Aguascopio Thank theme you there. so much. Whenever we have an Aguascopio something, I try to wear the colors of the water. So blues and greens. Do you think there'll be a red carpet there then? I tonight? really hope so. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing I told the girls. I'm like, what am I going to wear? <laughs> I hope there's a carpet. Of course there will be. I'll get one if not. <laughs> and who's going to photograph you in this beautiful dress? I hope another amazing photographer. There's so many on the island. There's so many amazing artists. So they better capture the beauty. Because <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> Which, which, you know, filmmakers do you maybe, I don't know, take inspiration from? Or is there any any other videos that you've seen that kind of, you know, brought this to your the forefront of your mind in terms of how you wanted it to look? I can't say there's somebody specific, but I was going through a lot of drone footage uh, from other um, artists. And uh, what captured me was this um, view of looking down. I remember watching this one video I think it was in California and the trees, it was a, a forest and he was looking down and it was a, the trees were moving with the wind and how they moved. It really touched me. I'm like, oh, that's so beautiful. It's almost like water moving. So I, I remember seeing that and being like, I want to do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I can't say anyone in specific, but yeah, with the drone, it's been a, a, an interesting um a journey because it really is a different perspective it's not handheld it's not here it's all from a bird's eye point of view and it, it's been nice to becoming that bird you know because i'm there and i'm looking as i'm uh, as i'm as i'm filming and i'm looking down and feeling like a bird and it's beautiful let's talk about you know the actual effort that goes into to making all of this i mean the places in spaces that I've seen you guys swimming in don't look like you've just you know popped down to San Anne and, and jumped off the end of the pier they're quite sort of uh, far-flung quite um uh, what's the word like very uh, yeah adventurous spots that you've chosen and I'm sure that doesn't come uh without a little bit of um well challenge let's call it for starters you must have a couple of decent stories about what's actually unfolded as you've tried to enter the choppy waters of the Balearic Sea. Can we hear one? Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, well, first, we try to look at a map 
a satellite Google map to see where could be a good place to start. And that's our, usually our starting point. But then to get there can be treacherous sometimes. I remember climbing cliffs and going through tiny little holes. Um, yeah, just hanging off of a cliff sometimes um, and thinking, oh, my God, where, where in the world are we going? Um, but usually we end up somewhere magical where there's no people. Also, remember, there's a lot of people on the island and we try to film where there's nobody around because we don't want to be a nuisance to others. And second, because we want the, the privacy to create the, the art. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. exactly. So we're 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 trying to um, find places with really interesting rock formations, um, which we look for ahead of time with with Google Maps usually, and then um, yeah, uh, we have adventurous hikes getting there sometimes. And usually Tasia is wearing a dress, <laughs> so she's climbing uh, cliffs uh, in her dress. But um, as you do, as you do. As you do. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we find very isolated locations, which, um, by the way, we, we don't want to share <laughs> ever because, yeah, we sort of feel like it is important to keep some of these really isolated places a bit secret, you know, um, so that they don't become just um, Instagram influencer spots. Um, you know, everyone has a right to go everywhere, but... Um, people should work a little bit to find the spots. <laughs> you mean you're not going to write an Ibiza secret swimming uh, book or uh, <laughs> add to the collection of secret beaches and secret walking? Actually, absolutely not. <laughs> um, in fact, this was a little bit of... It was a little bit of a, a request of mine being born here and having seen a huge evolution of change here and overpopulated and beaches not secret anymore so I very much um, did request this to just keep a little bit of secrecy on the island so thank you so much for that <laughs> I think it's yeah absolutely I mean if you find something magic doesn't mean you necessarily have to share it with everybody that asks and I think um, ultimately there have to be some little islander secrets that don't need to be splashed all over uh, yeah all over the place and um, we need to be able to enjoy you know the, the wisdom of being here for a little bit longer than than people that do pop over not to say that we don't enjoy sharing that also um, in the right ways and um, there are lots of wonderful bits of literature out there that other people have decided to share um, is there anything else that you wanted to share with me I know that you guys um, also wanted to mention about um, how you potentially might monetize or, or, you know, share your art in a way that people can sort of maybe take away and have a little piece of you um, somewhere in their home or their wall or their bedroom. Right. I mean, we do this for the for the love of of the art, um, but it would be also nice to be supported. So we are offering offering fine art prints for sale on our website, uh, anguascopio.com. Uh, so if you enjoy our work, enjoy our videos, it would be really great uh, if you could also have us on our on your wall. <laughs> we do offer really beautiful um, uh, prints. They're really well made and. Uh, when you look at them, I have a couple on my wall, actually. And every time I look in it, I feel like I'm diving into the sea. Um, so I hope people will enjoy them as well. Nice. And yeah, tonight is the night at Santillaria Teatro. The Teatro de Santillaria? It's the Teatro España in Santa Eulalia. Okay. And it's beautiful. It's very old. 
and beautiful. The theatre itself. I'm starting to wonder if I actually know what that is. I might have to Google it, seeing as I've actually lived there for about 10 years. It's quite concerning. Yeah, it's, it's just on the main drag there, and it used to be a movie theatre. Um, it, it, I guess you could say it still is a movie theater, but um, just for special little events. Okay, no, I've definitely been there. I've definitely, definitely been there. Okay, great. I will see you there, and I'm really, really grateful that you guys have made the time to pop in and see me in this um, very musty, beautiful studio mm-hmm. here at Thank the Thank you, Joe. <laughs> it's been Thank a pleasure. You. Thank you so much. This was really fun. No, it's beautiful to to see you in your in your clothes, <laughs> fully dressed. <laughs> Next time we'll be back in our smalls. Um, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us. It's the reset rebel. It's the reset rebel. It's the reset rebel. Coming to you every day.